There's a, really felt like today uh, that we had some testimonies to share, and I wanted to open that up for time to just let some people have some testimony. And I know that uh, I know Tara had one and Roger had one, and if y'all feel like doing it again, uh, I'd like to hear those again too. But who has a testimony of something that God is doing and has been doing, uh, something that happened this week? Uh, something's happened in the last month, whatever, you got to tell people about the goodness of God. Who has a testimony? I know one. <laughs> Come on up. Come on up. Okay, I get nervous being in front of everybody, so bear with me, guys. But um, I've, I, had in my, I got my degree about maybe three years ago, and I've just for so long been so stressed. Like, why can't I find, you know, a career with this degree? I worked so hard. And it's because the whole time I was doing it on my own. I wasn't talking to God about it. I wasn't following him. So finally, I just took my life, gave it to God. And I mean, so soon, it's almost ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm glad you finally asked. And um, just right away, people just out of nowhere just keep on telling me at the job I had, you know, you are so good with kids. You need to be working with kids. So I'm like, okay, God, is this what you're wanting for me? And he's like, yeah, I wish you would ask me sooner. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm like, okay, well, where do I go? Where do I apply? And bef the next day after asking God, my mom's neighbor comes to me and she's like, um, you need to go apply for love and care the next day. And so I said, all right, first one out of all these places I apply for, <laughs> didn't even get an interview. And because this lady has the biggest heart, the owner of um, Love and Care, she has the biggest heart for God. Um, she followed her leading. She said she was stalking my Facebook to see what kind of person I am, and she followed her leading on it. Turns out the whole time she was friends with the lady I've been working with, um, working for for a year and a half now. They were friends, and she was just raving about me saying, you know, Becca is this awesome girl. She's great with kids. You need to give her a chance. So she right away, without even getting an interview, asked me to come to the staff meeting. So I come to the staff meeting. Um, they wait for my background check to come in. Took about a week and a half. She calls me. She's like, are you ready to work? And hired me just like that. <laughs> and I just, I couldn't get over that. Like on my own for three years, I couldn't find a career. And just that quick by asking God, within days, he gets me hired for this Amen. job. And so Praise God. It's awesome. So he was working all kinds of angles and setting that thing completely up. He was. Amen. And the income boost is great, but really what's better than that is the fact that this is a Christian daycare, and I'm honored to be able to teach my students. I'll be teaching four- and five-year-olds. Yeah. I didn't even say I'm going to be the teacher, too, which is where my degree came in, yeah. to be the yeah. teacher. To be able to sow God into these kids, yeah. there's Amen. nothing better than that. I mean, if being saved is what we're supposed to do here, God would have already taken us home. Yeah. But we're supposed to be showing right. the world Jesus' love, and I get that honor to sow Jesus into these kids, and there's nothing better than that. Amen. Amen. So. Thank you. And her microphone was shaking. Y'all don't know if y'all could see that, but I could, looking from the side. So, And that was, that was actually honoring yourself and humbling yourself in front of God to tell that, and I appreciate that. So, Darius, come on there. Tell it. Okay, so Sunday, got baptized, and then Thursday, um, I got a phone call from my best friend, boss man, 
and um, he asked me, could I come in for an interview Friday? So I went in for an interview Friday, and um, we talked for a little bit. I filled out an application, and he ended up knowing me. He um, coached me in baseball, come, used to come watch me play football and stuff at the high school. And um, he asked me that I want to start Monday at 6.45, and I was like, yes, sir. So he gave me a job, and no sooner as I left the shop, probably about two, three hours later, he called me again, and he asked me, did I want to start sooner? <laughs> so I ended up going in yesterday morning at 7.30 to work, and I started a new job at Almar Lawn Care. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So I came up to Darius, and I was like, how's it going? He's like, I'm tired. <laughs> I said, why? He said, I got a new job. I was like, well, praise God. So amen. Thank you, bro. So um, there's something that's important that um, – and as we, if you have a testimony, get it ready, because I really think we're supposed to move with this and flow with this today. But uh, one thing that's important, I remember when we first started finding out that the Lord really did want to bless us, and uh, then Nicole and I would hear testimonies about other people, and they'd be getting blessed in this way or this way, and we're like, <laughs> great. <laughs> you know, we're, we're so happy for you. Why don't we get a blessing? How come we're not having a blessing, you know? And so here's the way that you have to kind of look at it is this. Is first of all, God is not a respecter of persons. So if he'll bless Rebecca, he'll bless Darius and all the other testimonies, he'll bless you. He will bless you. And so here's the other way. They're a part of your body. In other words... You know, it's kind of like if I had a finger and it was hurting and in pain and it got healed as a body, I'm going to be like, praise God, man, it's not hurting anymore. A need was met. Well, that's what happened. And if you are going in any way going like, yeah, that's so great, uh, you know, and not, not, then what you need to do is kind of uh, renew your mind to who they are in your body. They're a part of your body, the body of Christ. So, amen. Uh, Paige, you had one? Yeah. <laughs> you did raise your hand. I saw it. <laughs> like that guy, I don't like coming up. But um, it's kind of too, you know, it's too good to keep to myself. Amen. Um, but, and I don't want to make it long. I'll try to make it as short as possible. But about a, a month ago, um, we went on vacation and we went to Branson, Missouri, which is about 15 minutes away. We were checked in for 10 minutes. 15 hours? 15-hour drive. You said minutes. So. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. It was a little bit further oh, than yes. that. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. 15-hour drive. like, no, it wasn't no 15 minutes. <laughs> With a five-year-old. Um, and so we were checked in for 10 minutes and got a call that my mother had had a stroke. And at that time... Uh, you know, we just knew that she had had a stroke and was being uh, sent to the hospital. And then she was airlifted to CMC. Um, and I, you know, we had been checked in 10 minutes. <laughs> I was like, I just got on vacation. And so <laughs> I, I boxed Brian and um, told him about it and told him to start praying. And he immediately called me. And as soon as I heard the news, um, God told me to wait. He just said, wait. Uh, because immediately I wanted to get back in the car and go back home. I was ready to go back home. I mean, that's what everybody does. You go to your family. Um, 
but God, I just, I was like, okay, we're supposed to wait. So, um, Brian, whenever he called me, I told him what I was feeling and he had told me to rest in God. You need to rest in God. Um, and that's exactly what my spirit was telling me. And so, um, it did not make sense to other family members and, you know, it was, somewhat difficult um, to have fun on vacation while your mother's in ICU in Charlotte. Um, but we we fulfilled, we continued on with our, our vacation because we knew that's what my mother would want us to do. There was right. nothing we could do at home. God had her. And um, so we went to the shows that we had already paid for and we went you know, to the obligations that we were already um, committed to and then we came home on Thursday um, so that was Sunday when it happened came home on Thursday yeah. and God you know had given us peace the entire time um, you know we wanted to run home in our flesh I really did and we actually <laughs> yeah. all, we got on the road to come home yeah. and turned around to go back <laughs> um, you know but that was, that was you know i I was really struggling because I wanted to be home, and I and I felt like, what are other people going to think of me? You know, right. what is my family going to think? Paige isn't coming home; she doesn't care. But that wasn't the that wasn't it at all, and it was nothing about me. It was about the spirit leading us at that time, telling yeah. us to be, just wait, just rest. Well, and I'll interject here. The one of the best things that you can do when you hit a trial is you look to God. You don't, and you don't move based off of what other people are expecting you to do or what they would do or what they want you to do. You move based off of what God wants you to do. And in that moment, it's kind of like, you remember when Jesus got news about Lazarus, right? He didn't just go, oh, Lazarus is sick, I'm going to go. You know, he didn't do that. He waited around. And then when he got there, people were mad at him because they were like, Hey, where were you? If you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died. They were upset with him. And yet, Lazarus came back to life because Jesus' obedience. So it's very important when you face a trial or a situation, you don't just move with what the world wants you to do or what the flesh wants you to do. You seek God, and when you seek God, he will lead you. So he was leading me to tell that to you, and he had already been talking to you all about that. And you followed that advice. And because your obedience in Christ takes you to a place of spiritual strength. And that spiritual strength is what mom needed more than anything else. More than somebody running because of fear of the flesh, that spiritual strength brought life. It sure did. Um, because whenever I got there on Thursday, my mother and I were the closest of anyone in the family. You know, she and I are the closest of any of us. She loves us all, but you know how that goes. Um, <laughs> so uh, whenever I got there Thursday, um, she was much worse than I expected. And um, she was not, and Brian saw her, she was not well off at all. Um, and yep. so that night I went and cried myself to sleep, but God gave me peace um, that I was okay, and I let my mother go to God. I, I just let go of the situation. I said, Amen. God, if you want to take her, we're, we're okay. So I went back the next day on Friday, and I told her she was pretty much in a coma, and I said, Mom, if you want to go, you go. 
um, we are going to be okay. And so I let go of the situation and I let it go to God and went home that night, not expecting any different, went, came back on Saturday and the doctor said, we're going to take her off the ventilator and the feeding tube's coming out. Yeah. I was like, praise God. Cause now we can see yeah. if she's going to, you know, survive this thing Yeah. and she's coming home Wednesday. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Tara, did you have? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Good question. Paige's testament, you blessed me so much <laughs> when I, because any of us would have wanted to run home, and that helped me, and I'm sure it helps anyone else in this room, because um, our what are people going to say? My God, your family's thinking this and that. But you really blessed me. And I know I shared that with you before, but praise God. And I'm so glad that your mom's coming home. Amen. We're yeah. all yeah. praising God for that. Um, well, <clears throat> my husband, um, God is just so good. My husband was in a job. I don't want to get into the whole thing, but um, he had he was in a job before that was just really, he did not care. It was just very hard. It was just not good but anyway he got a new job praise god got him a job he loves it he's just his boss it's just the total opposite of where he was before yeah and um this past monday um he texted me and said tara i i got a raise he's like i just i got an Amen. email saying i'm giving you a raise i mean he's only been there six months but it was um it wasn't on his job performance but it was not that it's yeah. that good or nothing, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was on a, he, his boss said it's a merit slash cost of living raise, but I'm yeah. like, praise God. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and I just seen the obedience with us, which is the tithing and the, and yeah. it all goes back to that and just listening. And so yeah. as you, as you've been so. obedient to God, uh, <coughs> he's already paid the price for all the blessings to be there, but if we're obedient. We find ourselves in right place to receive it right. and that's that's awesome so amen I, i'll tell you um jeff was in a job where it was like pressure 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 yeah, and then he interviewed for this job and actually i talked to the his boss yes, and i was gonna say thanks to pastor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, he, he called and he was asking me questions about jeff and then um uh, i think i prayed with him mm -hmm. his boss i think anyway which is awesome and uh but then jeff told me the terms you know, he, so he went from pressure, pressure, pressure to one of the most laid-back atmospheres. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm hearing it, and I'm going, that does not happen. And praise God for his grace. Yeah, so, I know. And hallelujah. He, and he loves what he does. I mean, yeah. he's busy, he's lo but he's yeah. doing, he's using his head, you know, mind Amen. and everything. So praise God. Amen. Praise God. And she shared a testimony earlier where her sister was about to be in a, a bad wreck, and God just completely took over and saved her. So, amen. Is there any more? Any? Yeah, come on. <laughs> this is what I felt. I saw earlier in the week. I was praying, and uh, the testimonies. I just knew we were going to have testimonies this morning. So, um, it's been get ready, JD. Two years hunting for houses. About a little over two years, and we keep we go and we we find this house that we love, and it's not the right price. We find something right price, and it's just not the right place, and it's always one or the other. So we finally found this house. Um, I, I know the owner personally. She's a client of mine, so she was going to give us a great deal. It was the great area. 
great bedrooms, right size. It was, had the big bay window, which is like my oh. my thing. Like I want the bay window wherever we go. You, you got Nicole's <laughs> yeah, attention on that. That's so. my. I'm, yeah. She's like, hallelujah, yeah. amen. So I'm at work, and I start pulling all the details, the appraisals, and it's in a flood zone, which uh. was one of the, another catch. There's always a catch. So I was like, okay, well, and instead of me doing what I used to do and stress <laughs> and jump on things, I said, well, let's just pray on it. Yeah. If it works out, it works out. If it don't, there's something better waiting. Yeah. So we prayed Friday, and then yesterday this flash flood comes through Alvamarle, and the whole right side of that house floods. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's not the right <laughs> house. So, so, but, I mean, we were, like, that's on the verge wisdom. of, like, making offers, and, like, we were getting to that point, and then, oh. but we, the flood came, and it was, that answers your question. So, yeah, Amen. So that was, that was great. Well, yeah. and see, that's the anointing to help get you in the right yeah, place, exactly. which he already has picked out for you. Yeah, so, exactly. praise God. Yeah. Amen. J.D.? Can you see that God's moving? And let me just say this. God is doing this stuff all the time. The difference is you start to be obedient and find yourself in the places where that can happen in your life. And the difference is that you start looking for it and seeing that thing. One of the things, I've been thinking about this a lot with uh, Jim Hockaday when he'd come. All right, so let's imagine that you're out on a nature walk and you find yourself in the middle of the woods and in the middle of the woods there's this beautiful flower for you to see. Here's the question. Is anybody else going to see that flower? Is there anybody else going to see that flower if you're out in the middle of nowhere? No. So why is that flower there? Simply grace for you. God designed that flower for you to receive his grace in that day. God is doing that stuff all the time. And if we will simply open up our eyes, we'll see just the hand of the Lord every day, all the time in our lives. You'll see it before you leave here over and over and over again. But what it takes is opening up our spiritual eyes and our heart to see his grace that's sitting there poured out for you all the time. Yeah, well, mine happened about 30 minutes ago. Um, yeah. I've been having to go to physical therapy in Charlotte for the past two months. It's been kind of crazy. It's been difficult. Uh, been stumbling here and there. Um, came in this morning after getting baptized last week, which was fantastic. Had a horrible week. I mean, it was just a bad week. Um, yesterday was just a pretty crazy day. And I came in the door, talked to Deb. She said, how are you feeling? I said, uh, well, I'm here. Not great, but I'm here. Right. And so I um, was sitting here, and I was sitting in the back, and I was just sitting there. Well, I, and I just felt God come over me. So, and he's like, go. And so I was like, where? <laughs> <laughs> where? <laughs> and uh, I had just felt I had a need to come and kneel at the altar and just yeah. ask for forgiveness for some of the things that I've been having difficulty with. But my moment of grace was when Barrett said, "All is what we need to declare, all is well." Yes. And for me, that was a huge moment because it took a lot off of me. Because just by declaring that, what I had on me was gone. Yes. Um. And it was just—it was an amazing feeling, just because I—I I literally was struggling back yeah. there. I couldn't speak. I mean, I was trying to—I was trying to hold it back, and I couldn't. And it was just an amazing feeling that knowing that I have. Not exactly been here, 
or being able to come to church or being yeah. a part of the family like I wanted to. But knowing that God, no matter what, has didn't forgive me, that didn't forget me, yeah. was able to be here for me today. Yeah. Knowing that it was, you know, this, it was just an amazing feeling just being here this morning, knowing yeah. that he loves me more than anything. So that was mine. Thank you. Amen. So you had, um, I know that you had a bad accident last year and hurt your back. And they wanted you to do some physical therapy in Charlotte, which meant you had to be on premises like 24-7 for a period of time. And so that's part of the reason why you hadn't been here. And so then the devil comes in and brings condemnation because you're not at church and everything like that, which you know, we understand we've all been there. So while he's bringing condemnation and just all that stuff's going on, you're away from your family and, and the accountability and people lifting you up and everything, you're just feeling lower and lower. And yet, even with all that, you walk in and God's grace says, it's well. It's it was. well. And, and, and releases that stuff off. He did. I mean, it was an amazing. Like I said, I was back there and I was like, wow. This, you know, just... Just by declaring it, you know, sometimes yeah. you don't believe things, but they, I was, it was just, like I said, he said go, and I didn't know where to go. Yeah. I just felt led where I had to come to, and then just by declaring that one of those three little words, all is well, I feel better than, a thousand times better than when I walked in the door. I mean, yeah. he, the devil was trying to cut me off from here so bad that he stopped me from watching it on live stream. That's how bad it was, but knowing yeah. that God loves me is more than anything else in this world. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Anybody else? Jeremy, come on up. Oh, well, I'm not scared, so, you know. But, um. For real. I know, um. <laughs> awesome. You know? Um, Sunday, um, I got baptized and stuff. And one thing that I learned this week is, like, about grace. Like, I can look at anything right now. You know how I used to be. I say, you like, how's your week, Jeremy? I was like, my mouth. Yeah. My mouth, you know, and, you know, I always, I'm a revolutionary and, you know, wrongdoing, it used to stir in me and stuff. Yeah. But now I'm finding, like, with grace, like, I don't have to be so vocal. It's not my it fight. Is. And I think that. Say that again. It's not your what? It's not my fight. Amen. You know, and just me not Would even. Would you say that one more time? <laughs> yes, sir. It's not my fight. Yes. Maybe you one know? more. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not my fight. Amen. That's preaching. Also, you know, yeah. so. And um, just I can look at things and I can see like you know I know that it's wrong like yeah. you know we you know I come I've been coming to church for so long you learn right from wrong like it, you know it's small steps and it just adds up and um, I learned that the best thing I can do is just pray for them yeah you know because prayer works like I, I mean it works yeah. and um, I just want to give an update on Nicholas like he's at the hospital after seven weeks yeah. Getting on her nerves, hiding some choice crunch boxes under his bed. And so, you know, he's a back to the little kid again and stuff. Yeah. Um, just blessings after blessings. And I'm thinking, like, hey, I might get to go to Myrtle Beach and stuff. Well, like, I got a all-expense-paid trip on a plane. And all I got to do is, like, make the airport. So if I need a ride, I'm going to ask somebody, yeah. you know. But that's, yeah. like, good because planes are expensive. <laughs> For real. And, like, I'm getting a free ticket, and, like, wow, you know. And Amen. picked up more hours at my job, and everything's at my job is good. You know, we have, like, a whole new management and stuff. Yeah. He's giving everybody new hours. So, you know, I just want to thank God for that. And, like, 
I haven't been so vocal this week. I've just been relaxing in the grace and stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, I just want people to look at me as an example and say, like, wow. Like, three or four years ago, I was in the streets. When you heard them police sirens, they was coming for me. Right. They was coming for me. And when people seen me do it, I'm hoping that it brings them to them. Yes. Like, wow. It will. Jeremy did yeah. it. Amen. You believed it, Jeremy? Like, you believe it? Like, yeah, I believe it. I see it. I see it because, like, I, I see, like, other people getting blessed and stuff. Yeah. And um, I was at work the other day, and they wanted me to stay over. And I was like, all right, I'll stay. And they're like, you always stay, Jeremy, but, like, you know, I only make minimum wage. And they're like, you always stay. And I, one thing I've been in my head all this week is we should help people when we can because, like, Jesus washed people's feet. So who are, who are we not? To, I mean, for real? Yeah. You know, so, and I just feel like if I can get here, yeah. And give up a lot of things like, you know, I don't have like I became a minimalist. Like I don't need I went from have, having like 30, 40 pair of shoes in a week. I mean, in, in a year to like, you know, I only had two pair of shoes this year. Like yeah. it's minimal. I don't need all that. All I need is God. and He'd give me like everything. Yeah. And um, been emailing and texting a lot of great writers who's like million, million booksellers and stuff. And, you Amen. know, and I always say if your talent is good, the the peers are noticing and just them noticing it saying like keep yeah. going keep going you know and i've been like trying to work on a little faith stuff you know because yeah. i was before baptism i was so scared to speak on it because other people would like hop out on it and just like try to destroy me and i felt like that but now i don't feel like that because i feel like if i'm talking to god talking about faith or god whatever you say can't destroy me you know i'm fearfully and wonderfully made why should i fear yeah you know so i just wanted to share that you remember when we, um, um, I'll just say, you remember when we looked at that kind of faith poetry that we looked at that oh, video yeah, online? Yeah, yeah. I want you to start thinking on that, praying and asking the Lord to give yeah, you I, that. I so. have because that was one reason why, I, oh, I, you know, I have because that was one reason why I never stepped into that category because I know with some people who are ready to like pick it apart instead of saying like, wow. It's a young guy in this time speaking about God instead of speaking about having his pants sagging, yeah. and thinking about rap music and, you know, a million women and stuff and all that. Like, I am, like, so happy right now in my Amen. life. <laughs> I promise you. Praise you know, God. I promise you. And I was just talking to Miss Nicole last Sunday, and I, was, I went and hugged her after I got baptized. And I was like, this because of you. Like, I want to thank you because the people that I came with first time here, they're not here no more. They fell off. And I remember something about God saying, everybody is not for your path. You're going to lose people, you know, and I didn't, I'm not upset about that no more. Yeah. I'm just happy with me and the example that I can set. So, you know, Amen. even when we leave, when I leave here, I'm going to be judged by my works. And I, don't, I want people, I always brag on my church, with my wristband everywhere, because I want people <laughs> to see, like, they see Pastor Brian and Miss Nicole, and I say, hey, I met Jeremy, you know, and people tell me, they're like, Jeremy, how do you have this attitude about you're so happy and smiling and stuff like that? And I always say, you know what, you want to see two or three hundred of me, come to Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. That's true. I'll uh, come on up. That's true. The, um, uh, I'll go somewhere and somebody will go, Oh, yeah, Jeremy goes to your church. I'm like, yes, he does. Amen. Not really a testimony, but uh, Jeremy, come back up, please. Seeing him and seeing his heart and how he is, you know, uh, God, God works in me daily. When you go to the airport, you call me if you need a ride. I'll take you and I'll bring you back. And that's just add that to, to whatever you're doing. It's just a little extra spending money. 
Oh, praise God. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I love Roger. I'm going <laughs> to tell you something. Let me just, I love Roger because like, you know, one thing about me is I feel like I used to feel so condemned yeah. about stuff that I did before I got here and stuff. And then like, I just, you know, wanted somebody to believe in something that I believed in that was just good and positive, yeah. not believing in something that I've created from the streets and stuff. And, like, I got a writing room put together, and Roger was the first person to buy me a piece. He brought me a record player. Yeah. And most people look at me and say, record player and stuff like that, but I have, like, an old soul, you yeah, know? It was a special It was special, and yeah. I love Roger. Like, he always treats me so good, like everybody else here and stuff like that. And I want to just thank that. And I'm trying to hold it in you know? <laughs> you, you know i'm trying to be you know and but i'm not trust me i am so sensitive i trust me i crawl the green mile okay <laughs> you know i crawl the green mile because i feel like when they're I giving him the lecture chair the yeah you know you, yeah you know and forrest gump when he's at the graveyard yeah, site, you right. know like oh god just you know so uh, just thank you thank you roger i love you i love everybody here Praise you know god. and um I'm going to look into that faith stuff and I'm not, yeah. I'm not fearfully, I don't fear me speaking on the faith, Yeah, you know, cause I feel like, like I'm, I'm in grace. Well, now. the reason I said that, I think the Lord is going to anoint you to do some of that and yeah. write some of that. And maybe and it's you speaking, to. maybe it's somebody else, but I see that you will be able to create some of that stuff that will give God the glory. Yeah. And so, yeah. and I'm not yeah. just saying that. As Brian's got a good idea, I mm -hmm. believe the Holy Spirit's telling me to tell you right now, go after that. Mm -hmm. I will. I will. Amen. You know, I've talked to you about it. Like, yeah. I'm kind of scared because, yeah. like, you know, like, and then, like, I've been, like, tailoring my social media activity to, like, tailoring my mouth and stuff. Because when I go on my social media, I see a lot of people downgrade God. Yeah. Downgrade God. And, yeah. and most people would delete them. Like, I don't need to see this and stuff like that. I'm not deleting them because you're gonna see me. That's right. You're gonna see me speak on speak on God because hopefully I'm gonna speak on it so much yeah. that they're gonna say, you know what? I'm tired of him speaking on this. I'm gonna try it. I want to yeah. make him look stupid. Yeah. You will make me look stupid chasing God because I promise you won't. <laughs> you won't. You're gonna come and thank me. You know, <laughs> I promise you. You're gonna come and thank me. And um, you know, and and you know, I was with my friend the other day, and we, you know, I never go back to my old stomping grounds. You know, because I believe in, you know, I'm not gonna get the enemy a chance to get me. You know, I'm not going to just let, give you a chance to get me so I don't go near it. Yeah. And my friend, we rolled over there, and I didn't recognize anybody out there. And Praise I was God. like, Jeremy, I mean, you know, what they used to call me fat. Fat, you know, I was a fat baby. And, he, you, know, you know, fat and everything. I'm like, I didn't even know who you was and everything. And I was <laughs> like, oh, well, thank you. When I look in the mirror in the morning, I don't recognize myself either. It's a wonderful <laughs> thing. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Is anybody else? Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. See, this is just very genuine. This is real. And this is also what builds our testimony and our belief and our faith. Man, God will do that. God will do that for somebody real like Jeremy, somebody real like Roger, somebody real like Miss Lee, somebody real like Miss Paige, Rebecca, everybody that's given a testimony. If God will do that for real people, he'll do it for you as well. Amen. I don't like talking in front of people either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have several things that I want to say. Um, what Paige said about being 15 hours away and that happening to her mom. My daddy is 30 minutes away in Kannapolis. And every time he hollers, I think I got to go over there. And 
that's one thing I really needed to hear because I've oh. been working on it, um, going, not going every time that he hollers, but, you know, just giving it to God and uh, trusting him. And more and more and more, I'm able to stay home and enjoy my family and go visit my daddy whenever the time is right. So thank you Amen. for sharing that. Praise yeah. God. But... um had so many other things that I wanted to say. As a matter of fact, I had asked Brian a couple of weeks ago about doing a testimony, yeah. and he said, and we figured out that, you know, it wasn't the time. Well, I know why it wasn't the time, mm. because I had had knee replacement back in 2010, and when I had the knee replacement, it, it, it was unsuccessful. Everything about it, it hurt. It was stayed swollen for five years. It just did not take like it was supposed to and I kept going back to the doctors time and time again and nobody could help me nobody would help me and whenever they um I went to this one doctor not too long ago he said I, I know exactly what it is I can do it well I'm five weeks out from having my do-over and I can already squat down <laughs> and pick up something and I've not been able to do that in seven or eight years and it's it's just I'm not, I did it this morning, and I was like, oh, I squatted down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so happy that I was able to do that because it's just, you know, I just ain't been able to do it in a long time. But the reason I wasn't supposed to do it that day was because um, two... She, she had texted me, but I turned my phone off during service, so I never saw it. But you were like, can I give a testimony? Which I would have said, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, God lined it up for today. Yeah, and then um, it... Two weeks out, my swelling, my, the swelling in my knee was so little that it was smaller than it was the whole five years in between the two surgeries. Wow. Two weeks out, and I was praising God for it. Well, it was like the day after I praised God the first time for it, my knee got so big, and it started hurting so bad. And I thought, well, I was on it too much yesterday, you know, and then I started getting a little disheartened, and I thought, I need to um, not be on it so much. And then I, I sat down, I propped it up, and I thought, what is wrong with me? There is nothing wrong with my <laughs> knee. <laughs> it is fine. And, you know, I praised God, and I, I just said, the devil ain't got room for you in this. Amen. You know, no more, no Amen. more. And it happened two more times, yep. swelling like that. But now it's back to normal, and it's smaller again than Praise it was God. the whole five years in between. Yeah. Amen. So, now. That's a huge testimony because yeah. what the devil was trying to do was show you symptoms mm -hmm. that he could get you to accept. Yeah. You know, kind of like, I always use the example, kind of like somebody that's bringing you a package. Mm -hmm. Here's your package. Here's a swollen knee. If you'll sign for it by saying, oh, yeah, look, it's horrible. It's not doing right. If you'll agree and believe on the symptoms over what God's word says, now all of a sudden you've received it. And so what you said in that was, I am not receiving that. That's not the promises. I'm receiving fullness, restoration, and so yeah. hallelujah. Yes, <laughs> so praise God for that. And then, can I tell you? Yeah. Me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jacob loves knives. Jacob is my son. He's seven, for any of you that don't know. And he loves knives. He loves guns. And he's fascinated. <laughs> and I was talking to my husband and my brother-in-law um, this one day this week and they said he's gonna have to learn the hard way isn't he and I said well because he'll sneak and do it you know and I said well you know if he does I, d I just pray that God 
will, you know, show mercy on him and it won't be that bad. That afternoon, I was sitting there and I was reading and I was watching TV and I, he had been right down there in front of me and I knew he had an apple. And I knew he had his daddy's, and this was not, this, what do you call them things in the war? A bayonet? Yeah. Yeah, Chris has a double-edged one, and it's not sharp. I mean, it, I didn't think it was sharp. It's that's, sharp. That's the worst kind. <laughs> yes, it is. Because then you go harder, and then it, it's still got enough to cut you. So. Yeah. A dull knife is the easiest one to get cut by. Well, I thought that Jacob went to go put it up. Well, I looked up, and I looked up, and his face was white as a ghost. He was... I mean, he was just like, I got to tell you something. And I looked down, and he didn't have to tell me. He had blood running all down his arms. It was all over his clothes. And not only that, we looked like a scene from Criminal Minds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was like, and I, so I just, I said, okay, let's run it underwater, not knowing he had already done that, you know, trying yeah. to hide it from me. He was trying to keep it from oh, me because he thought he was going to get his tail beat, yeah. you know, which he should have. But I mean, <laughs> That's another testimony. Yes, <laughs> yes, God's grace. <laughs> yes. And so we run it under the water, and I said, well, Chris, I said, here's another emergency room bill for this, this child of yours who acts like you. <laughs> and so we um, got in the car. I said, let's just go down to Scott and Jody's because Jody is a nurse. What just so happened, her, their daughter is a nurse, too, and an RN that works for the school systems in Montgomery County. And she was down there and she said, yeah, it needs stitches. I said, is there any way we can avoid it? Because you have no idea what that child's gonna put me through when we go to get stitches. I mean, you know, you think he's crying now, you know? And she said, yeah, I think so. She, she had some butterfly strips and she fixed it. Yeah. But I missed something. We, when we were at home before we started coming and it was bleeding so bad, y'all, it was pouring. It wasn't just dripping every now and then, it was pouring. And Jacob said, mama, we need to stop. I, I need you to pray for me. Oh. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Had it not been for this church and our church family and Brian and Nicole, everything that Jacob learns from Miss Deb, Barrett, all of y'all, that child would not have known that. Yeah. And I want you to know that whenever I prayed, in the car he had a washcloth around it. and I mean, it was soaked. Mm. It was soaked. And he said, Mama, will you pray for me again? I said, Sure. And I was in the back seat with him, and I prayed with him again. And he said, he said, okay, I think it stopped. I said, okay, well, good. Just keep pressure on it until we get down here to Miss Jody. And we kept pressure on it. When we got there and she opened it up, it was not oh, bleeding yeah. at all. Praise God. And Jacob said, praise God. <laughs> and for him to recognize God at seven years old like he does, and to see God working, how prayer works, yes. and how looking to God for His to be His source and His answer for everything, it just once again showed me. If I had known that when I was seven years yeah. old, where could I be now? Yeah. And so, I'm very thankful for that. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. God yeah. is so good. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, some of you have been here for a long time. Some of you haven't been here much. But um, the ones of you that have been here for a long time know that used to, if you came, I was here. <laughs> you know, when I first started coming, I couldn't get enough. I couldn't get enough. I couldn't get enough. And then things started happening last year in my family. It's always been dysfunction junction there. <laughs> but things started happening, and I was like, oh, 
can't handle it. I just, you know, one more thing I cannot handle. So what I opted to do was, you know, I, I chose my, my Wednesday night at church to be my time that I thought, you know, I'm just going to spend it at home and relax and, and rest. And I have not been coming to church on Wednesday night, but this week God showed this to me that there was things that happened that brought me to doing that, and I didn't even really recognize it. And I don't even think the people that were part of that recognized it either because they didn't mean it the way that I took it, and I didn't even know I took it the way that I did. But <laughs> whenever, um, I mean, I used to greet. Don't be mad at me about this. <laughs> I used to greet out there, and I mean, I love it. You know, I love talking to people. I love loving on people, hugging people. And um, anyway, one day when we got done with class in here, I went, I was headed that way, and I had papers in my hand, but somebody stopped talking. You know, I don't like talking in front of people, but I love talking to people. <laughs> and so I was talking, and then Brian asked somebody in here, I think it was Paige, to um, take the bulletins and go out there and greet. And I thought, well, all right, what's wrong with me doing it? And I mean, honestly, and then, you know, I didn't realize that I was kind of angry about that. But every time, you know, you talk, <laughs> every time that's talked about, you know, or, you know, talk about helping, well, I listen yeah. to your game on oh, yeah. Wednesday night. And when I listened to your game on Wednesday night, I thought, I heard your part about 20% of the people doing 80 or 100% of the work, and yeah. I thought, you know, that used to be me trying yeah. to be part. I was a part of that. Yeah. And now I'm part of the 80% that ain't doing nothing but coming in on Sunday morning. Right. And so that really worked on my heart because I thought, it's Brian's fault. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who took the bullets inside of my hand. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, God, you know, how silly to have I didn't, let. I didn't know that you knew that you heard me say that, but here was, I remember that day. Do it behind my back, then. No, no, I didn't know you. Did Were you standing close or something? Or? Yeah, y'all were right. We were the oh, only three. Oh, I didn't recognize. But here's the thing. Um, we have to grow. So in yes. other words, you're, we need four, five, six people that will yes. be doing it. So that's what I was doing. So. I know that now. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, and yeah. I kind of knew it then, but I thought I'm better yeah. at it than Paige is. <laughs> no I understand. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I just want, I guess That's really. awesome. I'm so glad that you said that because yeah. I think that helps more people than I think you realize. So Yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to apologize to my family for being absent for so long. Oh. I love y'all so much. We love you too. Amen. <laughs> let us, and let me say, you know, a lot of times what the devil will do is he'll try to drive a wedge like that. And um, a lot of times it actually doesn't exist. Like that was not a one's better than the other. That was a we need to grow. We need more people that will do it yeah. all the time. I mean, we, I, we need to have a surplus of everybody that does everything. We need a, a surplus, especially if we're expecting, actually if we're faith people, we're expecting God to give us increase and bless it. Which I would say, we are in a new era right now, and God's adding. He's, he's sending people here, so we need to get ready. 
So we do need more people to do things. But a lot of times the devil will try to drive a wedge, and I see that all the time because it's, it happens in different ways. So here it was for a year or so that you've you know, been absent different places, but I can tell you very honestly, and anybody else that may be facing anything like that, are we going to stop loving on you? Uh-uh, no, never. It's not going to happen, and we're just going to love on you and love on you and love you. I don't care what's going on or what's happening. Why? Because, well, that's the only response that really is godly anyway. So that's what we're supposed to do, and we love you. So that I really appreciate you saying that because I think, I don't, I really believe that helps more people than, than we can really fathom uh, together. So uh, that's a big deal. Thank you for sharing that. You got any more? Yeah. <laughs> just, I just, um, my husband uh, used to come to church with me and Jacob and Christy, my daughter. She's moved to Chapel Hill, and, um, you know, she's not able to come, but she wasn't coming right before they moved anyway. But the happiest time of my life was when everybody was coming together. And so um, this morning and every morning that Chris is off work, Jacob will say, Daddy, how come you don't go to church? If you don't go to church, why do I have to go to church? And why don't you want to go to church? Because it's fun. <laughs> you know, and so we go through that whole spiel. And whenever I, um, when, you know, he asked Chris this morning to come to church, I said, Daddy's going to come to church with us. He said, when? And, he t- you know, he turned around and looked at Daddy and he, his Daddy, and he said, when? And uh, so y'all just believe with me yeah. that Chris is going to, just feel it and want to come back because I don't ask him to anymore I just want him to yeah well let's lift him up Lord right now and and not just come on up not just Lee but anybody who's praying over a family member let you stand in for everybody that's believing for a family member whatever it may be coming to church for their salvation for their healing Lord in Jesus name we just thank you for touching, for your mercy reaching out and touching the lives of those family members right now, Father. Lord, let your Holy Spirit move. Let angels be sent that will minister to them, that would bring them to the place of the fullness of their salvation in every way. Let the will of God be done in these family members' lives, and we praise you for it and we thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Is there anybody else that's just, man, I've got to tell this one. Anybody else? Can I say something right here? Yeah. Um, I just want <laughs> to thank everybody for being so willing to get up and share your testimonies. Yeah. Because especially for people that are nervous like myself, to get up, yeah. um, I think that makes it easier because yeah. God asks us to do that because we I, all need these testimonies. And, sure do. you know, like if Lee hadn't gotten up or Paige or me or Jeremy, Roger, if we didn't get up, that could have been someone that really needed that yeah. and didn't get it. Yeah. So I'm just so happy to see us all getting up as a family together, Yeah. Amen. ready to share our testimonies. Amen. Praise God. That is good. Thank you. And I'll give you one last testimony, and that is... As a pastor, this is the reality of God's love coming in the lives of the people that He has tasked me and Nicole to oversee in their lives. And as a pastor, 
There's about no greater testimony than seeing people with testimonies about God. And I just praise God for what y'all are experiencing. And if today you didn't have a testimony right on the top, just hang around, go after God, be obedient, and you will start seeing testimony after testimony after testimony. We're having jobs, we're having people healed, we're having people born again, we're having them filled with the Holy Spirit. It's just constant something is going on. And so to end today, I'm not going to preach at you, and uh, to end today... um, it is a really good message. You will like it next week, I, I'm assuming, unless the Lord changes it. So uh, you'll like it, I believe. But here's what I want us to do. I want us to kind of come in close and come up, especially in these first couple rows, let's hold hands, and let's lift each other up again, like we did a couple weeks ago. And let's pray for each other. And let's, let's uh, agree with each other. And then as we finish that, I want to play that It Is Well song one last time, and then we'll go. So everybody come up. Make sure you have the hand of somebody else. There we go. Good. Praise God. And right now, let's just agree for your neighbor. Let's agree for the, for the person next to you. Lord, right now. Yeah, just get close. Make a mess of it. It's good. Lord, right now. Just play that it as well lightly in the background if you would. And then when it finishes and starts over again, we'll just go into worship, okay? Lord, right now we just lift up each other. Even though we've had tons of testimonies, Lord, there's still needs in the lives of people. And right now we ask for those needs to be filled. Where, Lord, where they have been lacking and not overflowing, Lord, right now in that area in their life, let them be overflowing with Your goodness, with Your love, with Your mercy. Father, let Your anointing pour out in the lives of each other. Right now, just open your mouth and just pray for the person next to You. Lord, we thank You. Glory to God. We thank You, Lord. Thank you for this person. Thank you for the part of our body. Thank you for this person. That's a part of my body. That's a part of me. Lord, let health come in. Let provision come in. Let jobs be provided. Let debt be canceled. You know, this week there's another testimony of a business. Complete debt on the business, 100% wiped out. 100%. Lord, let debt, personal debt, business debt be wiped out in Jesus' name. Let mortgages be paid. Let houses be given. Let cars be given. Lord, we know in all of this, it is well. Lord, in people that are suffering with emotional and mental stress and trauma, Lord, You are the Savior of us all. You are the Savior in all things. Lord, let that trauma be put at rest. Let it be put at ease. And let the joy and the peace of the Lord overflow in their mind, in their heart. Let fear melt away because perfect love you are perfect love God in perfect love it cast out all fear 
Let every trauma be restored. Every bit of trauma in the lives, in the families, Lord, let it be restored. I just see that. And, and here's the way to tell you, the, the word I'm getting is trauma. Now, trauma can be that you've been, had a mental attack. You've had an attack on your family peace, you know, the unity in your family. Trauma can be a physical trauma. But here's what it is. Wherever, when I say the word trauma and your mind goes to that area in your life, right now, what, when the Holy Spirit brings it up like that, there's an anointing to solve and heal and restore, redeem that trauma. So Lord, right now, let the trauma be completely healed. Let it be completely restored. Let it be completely whole in the name of Jesus. So be it. Trauma be gone. Peace and rest of God be whole. Lord, we thank You. Thank You for healing and removing trauma. Lord, I just we ask, we lift each other up right now. Lord, let the will of God be done like the place, like the job, like the house that didn't need to be. Let wisdom flood in. Let people see their place. Let people see their job. Let people see the house that they need and nothing else. Your anointing brings wisdom. Lord, we ask right now that wisdom will come. And your word says, when we ask, we shall receive wisdom. Let the wisdom of God, the wisdom of heaven, flow in every area. Let their, every veil of deception that the enemy has, let every veil be removed. All of a sudden, Lord, let people see things clearly for what they are. Not, not an option for ungodliness, Lord, but this is a trap. Lord, let them see the traps. And let them say, no way I'm walking into that. Lord, right now we just thank you. Lord, if there's anybody that's listening or here and they're just, they need more of Jesus right now, let them rise up in you to the fullness that God has for them. Let them rise up in intimacy with you, in a relationship and fellowship with God Almighty and His Son, Jesus Christ. Let them rise up into the eternal life that you have for them. Let us all right now just say, Jesus, you are my Lord. And I believe that God brought you back to life. And you brought me with you. And seated me in heavenly places with Christ. In Jesus' name. Right now, my fellowship is 100% restored, redeemed, renewed. I'm not waiting on it. I got renewal right now. With you. You've got nothing against me. Matter of fact, you've got everything for me. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. So be it. May all of these things be in Jesus' name. And as you release that stuff right now, as we go into this song one more time, let's just worship together as a family. And let us say, no matter what the trauma was that we were facing, right now, it is well with me. Right now, everything is different. It is well. I am renewed. I am restored. 
And we praise You. So go ahead and turn that up. And let's just worship. Just let the Holy Spirit flow through you. It is well. 
Thank you, Father. Lord, we just worship you today. Lord, we worship you as one body, united in Jesus, united in you. And Father, we praise you and we can declare, we can proclaim, we can decree that truly it is well with us this morning. Lord, the trauma is removed in Jesus' name. You know, I was ministering to somebody recently and, and uh, they just weren't feeling, they weren't feeling that the trauma was removed. And I had to tell them, well, which one are you going to believe? What your flesh says or what God says? No matter what you face and no matter what you do, God's Word and His character and His desire to intimately fellowship with you trumps everything you feel, everything you hear. And at some point you have to believe and agree and say, yes, I believe that. And as soon as that person said, you know what, the trauma is gone, all of that stuff left. So right now, Lord, we all say, we proclaim, we decree. The trauma is gone. And in Jesus' name, it is well with us. Grace has overcome. Jesus has paid the price. God has given the ultimate sacrifice in His Son. There's nothing left to be paid. There's nothing left waiting. It's only God's love and His mercy and the fact that we either receive it or not. Lord, today we receive in Jesus' name. It is well with us. Father, we praise You. We worship You. Lord, we give You glory for all of the testimonies. They're a part of us. They're a part of who we are. Thank You, Father, for those testimonies in every way, in everything, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a great day. Glory to God. Amen.